Tom, are you okay? I lost her. Her? She was going to be this epic, trilogy-worthy character. I was going to be the hottest writer in Hollywood. But I can't get past Act One! You need some writer's group therapy. Welcome to Writers Group Therapy. I'm Tom. And I'm Roshni. We're writers helping writers. Are you ready for your session? The doctors are in. And if you like what you hear, make sure you subscribe and share it with your friends. You can find us online at writersgrouptherapy.com. Also online on Twitter and Instagram at WG Therapy individually. I'm Tom underscore Loveman on uh, Twitter and Tom Loveman on Instagram. And I'm at Moon Lily Music on Instagram and at Roshni Lamino on Twitter. And today, we have a very special guest. Yes, we have uh, the writer, producer, actress, uh, Susan Gallagher with us uh, from across the, the, the country. Uh, uh, she's over uh, on the East Coast. She uh, has been uh, acting and producing for years and is going to be talking to us a lot about um, what it's like to uh, create your own work, to star in, because a lot of us have been through this. Roshan and I did this where, uh, you know, we, we write stuff. We She's an actress and you can't get roles. You can't get stuff made. So, you got to make it yourself. And we know Susan, uh, and uh, she'll talk about this here in a minute. She has done this and she's been very successful at it. So we want to hear about her experience in that. Hi, Susan. Welcome to the show. Welcome. Hi, guys. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for coming on. Uh, so uh, most recently, uh, you've been in the uh, hit series Cobra Kai, the, uh, I guess, the relaunch of uh, the Karate Kid movie series. Uh, you, you did some uh, kind of recurring role in that. Um, you've got a bunch of projects going on now. I was looking at all the, the things you're working on this year. Um, is all of this kind of, um, you know, we talked about uh, creating your own work. Did, how did you start? What was the first thing you did and what drove you to do that? Well, I think as I was getting older in the business and living in a secondary market in the Southeast mostly, um, I, I got tired of waiting for my agent to call and I, I didn't have a degree in, um, you know, in film or anything like that. So I just always felt kind of, um, you know, unqualified to do my own work. But as I got older, I just sort of developed the courage to fail and started trying to, to do my own writing and own producing. And I have some great friends that were doing the same thing. So we supported each other and sort of learned and, and grew as we went. And my goal was to have female driven projects, empowering women, and to try to improve with each project. So I set the bar pretty low for myself. But um, yeah, it, it was just it gave me an opportunity to feel like I had a little bit of control over my career and the direction of my career and the work I was doing. And it also gave me an opportunity to play roles that I wasn't given the opportunity to play um, larger roles and media roles, and I love character type roles. So um, it sort of opened up that that um, level of acting for me that I so longed for. Um, so yeah, that that's what drove me, and I also was determined to just get out of the box that the the industry had put me in in this smaller market. And even though I had lived in LA and I used to go out 
to pilot season every year and my kids were in the business and we did all of that. And, and I've lived in New York um, several times and I still, I normally spend a lot of time in New York, but because of COVID, I've been between Asheville, North Carolina and Central Florida. But um, yeah, it was, it, it's been um, a goal of mine to really get outside of the box of the typical normal mom, wife, um, you know, business owner role that, that, you know, that I was put in and I wanted to bust out of that. And as a matter of fact, you just mentioned Cobra Kai, which is a continuation 30 years later of the Karate Kid. And I've got big news. We are dropping on Netflix worldwide this Friday, August 28th. So I don't know when this is going to air, but we're coming to next Netflix. So look for us. And I play Homeless Lynn, who is very much against my type. And it was through a self-submission on Actors Access that I saw, it was shooting in Atlanta, and they said, think outside of the box for this homeless woman. And I thought, you know what, that, that, that's what I wanna do. I, I want something I can sink my teeth into. And she was kind of the comic relief. So I put myself on tape, I was in full character, um, messed up my hair, had dirt makeup all over, and I got a call back. And then it was like, oh shoot, I'm gonna have to meet the big three, who is John Hurwitz, Josh Heald, and Hayden Schlossberg, who created this show. And my husband's like, well, you gotta go in, in full character. <laughs> so I did, I went, walked into the, the uh, callback in Atlanta in full character. And, um, you know, I, I was trying to stay in character of Lynn and not be engaging and not be all smiling and laughing and stuff and, and, and try to book this part. And, and it worked. I, I got it. And it's been a blast. I've been in um, all three seasons and seasons one and two drop uh, August 28th on Netflix. And then season three will follow after that. So it's very exciting. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank so you. aside from playing Homeless Lynn, what other character types were you writing for yourself? I mean, I know you didn't write Cobra Kai, but like right. what other character types were you writing for yourself that you're like, the industry is not seeing me as this? Right, right. One of the first characters that I wrote, her name is uh, Aunt Viva Lee, and she was a tough old piece of leather, um, but underneath that did have a heart for her niece who was being bullied at school. So that gave me a chance to um, not only look different, and this was back in 2014 before Cobra Kai, um, but to just have a different energy um, for this role. And then I actually booked a lead in an independent film called Picking Back Up. I didn't write it. A guy named Wesley Eldridge wrote it. But he saw something in me that I, I'll, I'll always give him um, thanks and praise because it was the lead in his film. And she, her name was Anna Lakota, and she was a, an alcoholic drug addict who was spiraling downward. Her, her husband had died and her children were growing and gone and she was being evicted from her house. So it was a very dramatic role. Um, so that gave me the confidence between Aunt Viva Lee and getting my feet wet with that character and then doing, uh, playing Anna Lakota. It gave me a lot of confidence to be able to um, pursue different types of roles. And um, one of my ch most challenging uh, was a film that I did last year in Brooklyn called I'll Be Here For A While. And it's, and it's a woman that is suffering from um, early onset Alzheimer's and it's opposite David Call from The Center, who is a fabulous actor. And that was very challenging, but also very rewarding for me. And then I produced, um, 
a film called A Portrait of a Woman at Dawn, which, you know, all my films support women and, and empower women. And it was, um, it, it had an all-star cast and we shot in LA and Pasadena and it's won numerous awards. So I'm very proud of that. And it's on Amazon for free. <laughs> a Portrait awesome. of a Woman at Dawn. At dawn. Cool. Um, we'll put the link in the show notes for that. Thanks. Um, as an actor um, who, you know, like you said, is trying to break out of the box of what you're normally cast as, how would you explain to a writer like me, a guy, how to write something that you can really sink your teeth into? What, what is it that you're looking for in a role that I'm not putting into my characters or that I could put into my characters better? I, I love the more complicated, the better and multidimensional. And, you know, we're, we're not just these simple um, people who, you know, have this emotion or that emotion. I mean, there's, there's layers and layers and layers. It's like an onion for me of um, the depth of certain characters. And it, it, and it does all start with the writing. I mean, as an actor, I can try to play investigator and look for little clues that maybe you're in the writing or where I can create moments or maybe um, do something spontaneous and unpredictable, but it does start in the writing. And um, when, when there's a level of spontaneity, I think it makes it more interesting and gives the actor um, more, more room to get creative. Um, so I, I think with the writing, um, it, it's just like with acting to, to, to free ourselves and to do that free falling skydiving um, feeling to have that creative outlet and have the freedom to, uh, you know, to go in different directions and not be so predictable. Great, great. Um, so you, you're pretty busy. You have a lot of projects on your, your plate right now. Uh, do you feel like, you know, this, this era of your career has come out of, you know, like working on things like Cobra Kai, or do you feel like it came from the self-produced um, projects that you created and the networking and the relationships you built through that, which, which do you feel is more important in your success now? Well, I'm not as successful as I would like to be, but I'm getting there, Tom, you know, <laughs> just keep a plugging along. And um, I think age has helped me and I, it's given me an opportunity to, to look, uh, have different looks um, more easily on camera. And just to, to have the, the fearlessness to, you know, get, get out of my own way. You know what I mean? I think for, for many years, um, you know, I was focused on success and I was focused on getting the part or, or writing the best story. And as you get older and life happens to you, for me, I've just become much more comfortable with not worrying about any of that stuff and focusing on the work itself and, and enjoying the work and enjoying the process. Because, I mean, as an actor or a writer or whatever, there's so much rejection in our business. It is a tough gig, right? Number one, we've got to have a very thick skin. Number two, you have to have people around you who believe in you and who support you. But the first thing, the number one should be that it's our passion. 
it has to be our passion because of the rejection. And then if you get some success, then the pressure that comes with that, it has to be, I have to enjoy that process. So, um, you know, during COVID, I have not been busy. I've been busy with social media because I'm fortunate enough to be associated with Cobra Kai and they have this incredible fan base coming back from the Karate Kid. So that has kept me sane. And, um, but you know, I, ha I, I haven't been working. I, I had booked a nice recurring guest star on a television show in Atlanta that I was written out because I was not that important to the scene. He did say he would remember me and hopefully it'll be uh, for a role that you can't live without next time. But um, the week before last was the first time I even had any auditions since like February. And I got three auditions. So it's a good sign that things are starting to open back up. But as far as um, what's the most important, I think the um, trying to create my own path, I think has given me confidence to be more fearless and to take more risks. So I think it was a shift in my attitude and, and the way I looked at the business and having a little bit more control over my career and my future and not always leaving it up to, you know, what else somebody else is going to think. Which is so important, you know, just relying on yourself and not worrying about pleasing everybody else, you know, so important. You mentioned that you ping pong between LA, New York, the Carolinas, and now you're in Florida. I would guess Atlanta's probably your primary market, right? Because it's the closest where you are i would say new orleans oh really has been, yeah has been very very good to me mm -hmm. i've got a great agent in louisiana brenda at, at open range and then atlanta would be the second place because you know florida used to be third in the nation <laughs> la new york and florida but we have messed with the, our tax incentives i mean the last show i did in florida was bloodline but thank god i was on that because it was such a great show but um, we're hoping we're a little optimistic in Florida and, and, you know, we're working hard and a lot of people are working very hard to try to bring a little production back. But yes, Atlanta is, is a home base for me too, as well as New York. Mm -hmm. So what is it like working outside of one of the main industry hubs and what is it like to, I mean, obviously you still have to do business in one of the main industry hubs, but how do you carve your niche and how do you find your place without having to be in the hustle and bustle of all? In, in the secondary markets, you have to pretty much have an agent that covers, you know, a, a, a larger area. But, but what happens like in Florida, you know, I, I, at one time I had a Miami agent because that was considered one small market. And then you had the rest of the state and then Georgia was its own market. And then Louisiana was its own market. So it was very difficult, but I was very persistent years ago and got a good agent, open range, in Louisiana that covers Louisiana, Texas, Arkansas, all of that area. And that's where I did NCIS New Orleans this past year. I had a guest starring role on that. I did Walk Away Joe, the feature film that came out this year, opposite David Strathern and um, starring Jeffrey Dean Morgan from The Walking Dead. And I worked with Holly Hunter on a movie in Mississippi that my Louisiana agent got me the audition for so um and then in in, in atlanta and georgia because they have such a large tax incentive 
It's a little better than Louisiana. Louisiana's messed with theirs, but I think they're getting that all straightened out because it's all about the tax incentive for the, the productions to come to your state. Georgia's uh, got the best in the Southeast. And I have worked a lot in, in Atlanta and the surrounding Atlanta area. So, um, but like in Louisiana, they'll, I think they'll offer even more money, more of a kickback if you shoot outside of the city of New Orleans. So they're doing that. I mean, we shot the Christmas contract starring Hillary Burton, who's married to Jeffrey D. Morgan, and um, Cheryl Ladd, and I played Cheryl Ladd's sidekick. And that was shot in Lafayette, Louisiana. So they got more money for shooting outside of New Orleans. And then the people, the community of Lafayette raised over $100,000 to decorate this Christmas village in the middle of July, which is when we shot. So it's a very film friendly area and they love it, just like Georgia. I mean, they want the jobs, they want the productions there and the community really embraces that. And it makes a big difference because it's, it's just so film friendly. And for me, I have a lot of frequent flyer miles <laughs> because um, a lot of times we have to work as a local hire because it's a regional market. So there have been many times, um, not so much in the last couple of years, that I had to literally pay my own way and fly in for a callback. And who knows if I'm going to get it or not. And you, you, know, you get on Southwest and you're going in with this pressure to book the job, knowing that you need the money. But, um, you know, it's, you have to love it. And you guys know that it's just like with the writing and, um, and not be afraid to take constructive criticism. I mean, I know for me, um, as I've gotten older, I, you know, I've got such a thick skin. I, I just welcome the constructive criticism because I want to learn, you know, that clock's ticking. So, um, you just don't worry about the petty stuff that, um, I know a, a lot of writer friends of mine and, and family members that, are so passionate about what they're writing, but they're so overly sensitive to any criticism. And, you know, we're not going to grow if we can't get past that. Okay. Um, so uh, you have, uh, I saw one project coming up that I thought was pretty interesting. I don't know if you can talk about it, but um, the Unforgotten Soldier, 22, the Unforgotten Soldier. Uh, yes that sounds really cool um it's it has to do with um uh suicide in, with in veterans correct correct yeah, yeah. ptsd and it's are, written and directed by sam medina and did are, you check are, him out yeah i looked at it it looks really good are you are you producing it too right no i'm not producing oh, he okay. cast me yeah yeah he cast me and, and he has such a passion for this topic and i do too because i come from a, a military family myself and uh, just have a heart for these guys. And um, Sam Medina, if you IMDb him, you'll go, oh my gosh, I know this guy. He's been in huge movies. And I uh, had the honor of him directing me last year, maybe a year before, in a series called Sons of Thunder. And he and I just clicked immediately. So he had approached me a while back about um, being part of his cast in this this film. And I was just honored, absolutely. And we, we also have an Indiegogo campaign right now. So if anybody has a heart for veterans or PTSD or veteran suicide, please contact Sam Medina. He's all over social media and he's a great guy. And it's a, it's a labor of love, this project for all of us. Okay. But no, I, I try to, my, my production company, 
primarily focuses on female-driven projects and female-produced um, and that kind of thing. And where's that being shot? We're shooting that in New Orleans, I think. Oh, okay. I think in, in October. And if there's someone out there that, you know, has a, a, a story, you know, he's still looking and open to listening to, to various stories of people that have suffered or had someone close to them suffer from PTSD or a veteran suicide and that kind of thing. So uh, yeah, reach out, let us hear from you. 22, The Forgotten Soldier. That's really cool. That sounds like a really cool project. Yeah, so. yes. Awesome. So if people want to find you, Susan, how mm -hmm. can they find you online? On Instagram, it's I am Susan Gallagher. On Twitter, it's at Susan L. Gallagher. And then on Facebook, uh, I'm Susan Gallagher official, but um, the Cobra Kai fans have started, uh, they've started a Facebook page for Homeless Lynn and it's called Homeless Lynn Theories and Spinoff Ideas. And it is a hoot. It's an absolute hoot. They run it. I engage on it. But come check out Homeless Lynn. And it's a very friendly, no drama page. And um, it's, it's, they love Karate Kid and all things Karate Kid and Cobra Kai and, and Homeless Lynn. Thank goodness, right? Oh, that's awesome. Awesome. So, yes, everyone, make sure you check out Susan Gallagher on Cobra Kai Out Now and season three coming soon and check her out online and thank you so much susan for joining us today this was awesome thank you it's my pleasure